Hi, I'm Kevin Devine, and this is the ProSource Podcast. In each episode, we'll be talking to industry experts, including trade professionals, suppliers, and our showroom staff, about a variety of topics within home and commercial projects. Enjoy! Today, I'm joined by Ryan Coleman, one of our Trade Pro members at ProSource. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Glad you joined us. So let's start with this. Tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Yeah. Um, RC Construction and Remodeling, uh, located in St. Charles, but we cover just about everywhere in St. Louis. Um, do everything but new home builds for the most part. Okay. So interiors, kitchens, bathrooms, basements, decks, exteriors. Um, been doing it for about 16 years now. Maybe it's easier to ask what you don't do. Yeah, <laughs> what we don't do is, uh, is new home builds and roofing. It's about the only two things we don't do. Okay, there you go. And for those not familiar, we're talking about Missouri when we say St. Louis. For those of you across the country, yes, just sir. throwing that out there. So well, let's start with this. Today we're talking about home remodeling trends, specifically the forecast for 2024. So as we look forward with that, or now that we're actually in 2024, what goes into anticipating home remodeling trends? That's a tricky question because I think you kind of go back to 2023 a little bit and see what was going on there and, and uh, you know, fourth four quarter of that going into 2024. But, um, you know, we do so many different projects. We get to touch a lot of different areas when it's kitchens and bathrooms, it's flooring trends, that kind of stuff. So you've taken this, a lot of the consideration, the colors that people are using, the different uh, materials. Um, so as far as getting into 2024 trends, a little tricky right now because it's only January. But I think the next you know few months here, we'll we'll figure out what they're what the new colors are going to be and what kind of materials are going to be as we go. Okay. Does it tend to really change a lot from year to year? Not much. I mean, there's going to be some things different. I mean, I think right now you're seeing a lot more warmer colors being used. Not so much of the hard whites anymore. Um, a little more creativity in people's designs. But uh, that was more of a 2023 end of 2023 going into 24. So we'll see if it continues. Okay. So I do have my questions in front of me. So if I look down, just know yep, that's all I'm doing. I'm not falling asleep on you here or anything. <laughs> but so as a trade professional, how do you approach trends? And specifically, how do those influence in any advice or any guidance that you offer to your clients? I just kind of read the room and see what see what the clients want to do. You know, I use ProSource a lot for our designs. And so working with you guys uh, and getting that opportunity to work with Renee and Lisa, specifically in Fenton, we have a lot of uh, clients that come in, they look at different colors, that kind of stuff. But as far as how I, uh, I can't say manipulate the room or help them, I just kind of push them in the right direction. Read the room, see what they are. Are they, you know, they are a young couple, are they an older couple, do they have kids? Um, is this their forever home? Is this a three to five year home? So it kind of depends on what, um, what input you're going to do into the house, how much money you're going to spend. Okay. So how does your experience as a trade pro then influence how you navigate a specific trend? Oh, that's a tricky one because I like to ask tricky questions. Yeah, I see that. I see that. Um, as far as navigating it in my experience, I think we've we've done so many different projects and seen so many different trends over the years that uh, you kind of just roll the punches a little bit, right? Um, there's not much we don't do. So when you get into those situations, it's you know relying on the right people to put yourself in in the in the right space. So do the, those trends, even though they may not change that much from year to year. Does it sometimes put a challenge on you with you and you, not just yourself, but even your crews as far as staying abreast of them and being able to implement them? Is there additional training that may go into it or Absolutely. research that needs to go into it? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, take like the big, the big tile formats right now people are doing. You know, we just did a shower the other day that was, you know, four foot by two foot panels that were ceramic tile. It's a whole different application than doing your standard 12 by 12 or subway tile. Um, completely different materials, completely different process. And so, yeah, I had a couple of guys go go to school for a couple of days to learn how to do that. Um, 
definitely kind of keeps you on your toes. That's the joy of remodeling. I always tell people, you know, it's, it's never the same thing every day. You never know what you're getting yourself into. Um, so especially with, you know, the project itself and the house itself, but then you add in different products and trends, something new every day. It's exciting. I like how you said that, by the way, that that was a great question as opposed to the tricky yeah. questions I've been asking. Yeah. Up until tricky now. and great. Yeah. I'm trying to balance it yeah, between like it. the two. So, all right. Now, as we look toward this, what direction do you see home remodeling trends sort of evolving into moving forward? I think, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, is it seems like people are doing a lot more colors right now. You know, we're, we're painting a lot of kitchen cabinets. We're installing a lot of kitchen cabinets with color. Do still doing the white countertops because it's always going to be popular. But, um, you know, wall ma- wallpaper is making a comeback. So a lot of people are getting wallpaper's creative. Wallpaper is coming back. Yeah. Everything is cyclical. Is exactly. <laughs> Same thing like, you know, gold fixtures, gold faucets, gold handles. Gold's coming back, right? Okay. So what you should have tore out of your house, you know, 20 years ago is, is coming right back. What again. was this advice before then? <laughs> so it's, uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I think a little more creativity, a little more wall color, wall coverings, you know, wainscoting and board and batten. Um, that's coming back. So it's, it's definitely more, a little more creative. I mean, you, you can go throw that to Pinterest, for example. And people love getting on Pinterest and making the boards. It makes my life easy because you can literally show me a picture of what you want. But uh, there's a lot of creative people out there doing stuff that makes it uh, on social media now that you can access easier. So I think that's going to be kind of fun to see. So you mentioned, you know, the kitchen cabinets. So are, how much are we actually really moving away from the infamous white shaker cabinets. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll probably never go away, but are we, you're saying there's a diminishing trend going on here with that? I don't think they'll ever go away because it's timeless, right? And white never gets old. It's easy to keep clean. Um, but is it a lot of, it, well, it, I mean, as far as you know, wiping a shaker cabinet down <laughs> okay. isn't too difficult, right? Okay. But um, yeah, we're, we're doing a cool green color right now in Sunset Hills. Um, we just did a blue one in South County, like a navy blue. Um, we did, you know, like a storm gray in Afton a few months ago. So the, definitely the color are coming back especially the maybe if you do like a white exterior color as far as um the exterior cabinets and then do like a colored island or something like that that's getting very popular too so having the two-toned kitchen yeah so i don't know if the white ever goes away but it's definitely changing a little bit as it goes because um you it's not that hard to get cabinets painted these days either so if you if you do a cool blue color in five years you don't want it paint do you see it going even one step further do you see uh, three-tone colors in kitchens even more or it's just two tones right now. Okay. And the white and gray, the grays sure. and blues, those kind of colors are, are working right now because you can get the the, the consistent countertops there too, right? So okay. you can do a nice white countertop, do some colored cabinets, get creative with the island or whatever. And like I said, if, it, if you don't like it, you can paint them in five years. Are, they, are people breaking out too with cabinet hardware or is that, meaning are they getting creative in the types of cabinet hardware they go through? Is that pretty... Basic sizing, sizing. Right? So multiple sizes of pulls, multiple sizes of handles. Like I said, gold's coming back. Black's real popular right now. Um, the the chrome and nickels are, are are getting pushed out by by the black and gold's coming back. So that's that part's uh, is is adding to those two tone islands and countertops and cabinets that uh, is just making the creativity that much different. Okay. So what? As you look back, you said sometimes it helps to look back into the fourth quarter. So what home design trends did you see that were on the rise in 2023? And maybe they do start to continue to carry forward in 24. I think that's the same same kind of question as we had there with the okay. with the gold handles. So I didn't ask the, anything the, new. The black, <laughs> the black fixtures. Um, we just did a really cool uh, basement um, for some great clients over in Belle Reve that had they wallpapered all the ceilings. 
with like a wood grain. They wallpapered the ceiling. Wallpapered the ceiling. Then this wood grain turned out really, really cool. Okay. Um, but just that creative, creative side, right? Something I would never have thought that we were going to be wallpapering ceilings, but here we are wallpapering ceilings. So that was something cool. We've done a lot of wallpaper in bathrooms in the last, um, you know, six months or so. So not really flashy, flashy, but just enough that gives some texture and kind of makes it a little softer. So those are some of the things I'd see moving forward. I just want to kind of stick on this because it does kind of, it sounds surprising anyway, wallpaper making a, a comeback, yeah. but is it, is it more bold in its nature or is it maybe a little more muted? Like you did a wood tone here on, on yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, okay. You've got the soft, the people don't want to have something so vibrant and, you know, kind of punch in your mouth, but you've also got the, the dark wood grain grooved textures, you know, that we just put on a ceiling that turned out awesome. So I think it's just all personality. I think it's about your age, personality, what part of town you live in, that all kind of those demographics feed into what, what your style is going to be. So it's not, here's maybe another way of saying it. Are you seeing that a lot of the trends, the way that they're going with the color in, in the wallpaper, that it's becoming much more personal and not caring so much what other people might think, what other people will, uh, might look at when they come in there, but, the homeowners themselves, this is what I want. This is what I want to see. I agree with you 100% there. It, it's, well, let's put it this way, 50-50. Yeah. Half people can have a vision and see what it's going to look like before it's done and know exactly what they want. And they don't care what the neighbor has. They don't care what anybody else has. The other person has to go on Pinterest and look and say, I like this, I like this, I don't like this. And then that's where you have to get the designer involved to help them kind of visualize that space. And so those are the people that seem to be more trendy towards what's what's happening right now, opposed to the people that are a little more stubborn, if you will, that say, this is how I, this is what I want, this is how it's going to be, and this is you know what we're going to do. Okay. When you look at those trends from 2023 and might be carrying forward to 24, what about those particular trends may lend itself to newer trends in 2024 that might even help some of these trends evolve more in this upcoming year? I think the, the the color creativeness is from 2023 coming in 2024 is going to be something that's going to continue. Um, we did a really cool kitchen a while back, um, about six months ago, that I think still plays with some board and batten look. So the whole dining room was board and batten painted two different color tones, but it tied into the wood cabinets that were on the island. So I think getting those trends as far as the colors and the warmness and not that hard white, white tops, white countertop, I mean, white countertops, white cabinets, those kind of things. Um, I think that's what's going to continue to keep pushing. Okay. So when we look at product development, what about product development is helping push some of these trends in maybe certain directions? Is there anything with regard to that? I think product development is, you know, you take luxury vinyl, for example. How popular is luxury vinyl right now? A tad bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, you, you can put it in the basement, obviously, because it's waterproof. It, it's, um, you know, it, it odulates with the concrete well. You can put on the first floors, you know, they're getting away from the three quarter inch hardwoods now because you can get the 15 year tread warranty out of a luxury vinyl on some products. You can get the cool colors, you can get sizes, you know, widths. It's so creative, but that, uh, that product is, is changing the flooring, the flooring aspect, right? Just luxury vinyl itself. Yeah. About roughly about a year ago, uh, we talked with Neil Ross, our vice president of merchandising, and he talked about waterproof flooring coming along and how a little bit the industry was ahead of people looking for that particular sure. product that that was waterproof flooring was being pushed out there but maybe people weren't necessarily uh, ready to adapt uh, adapt it so quickly or uh, move to it do you see that changing at all do you see a lot of people looking you mentioned luxury vinyl being waterproof do you see a lot of people asking for that particular feature absolutely at this time? absolutely okay. basements especially 
Okay. People, you know, I've, we've got multiple jobs right now of, of pipes bursting because it's because it's Missouri in, in January. It's cold. Pipes are bursting. Please don't say that. Where am I going home to now? <laughs> Floorings are, are, you know, is, is getting ruined where with that luxury vinyl, it's, it's waterproof. It's, um, you know, it's, it's an easy cleanup. So very, very popular uh, for basements, especially, but we're doing it in, in more spaces than out in bathrooms because it's waterproof, you know, or the humidity now or expansion contraction. Um, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome product, but as far as changing the game with with product development, that's that's I'd say one of the one of the number ones. Okay, so is luxury vinyl just because of how, how you've been talking about it? Is that probably the number one flooring you're putting in as far as quantity here? I'm talking about is it most people choosing that or is it just it's popular but maybe not I'd the one you're putting in the most? Most people are choosing it for basements, okay. but as far as the first floor goes, you still got your half inch hardwoods, your three quarter hardwoods that are very popular because they're okay. just a little richer. You know, you're going to get that color, you're going to get that natural wood. But basements, one hundred percent. Well, I guess when when, you, when they're thinking about uh, you know a particular uh, trend and, and saying I want to put this in, into a room, is there anything that they have to maybe navigate through that they've really got to make? Are you considering this before you put that in a room? Like, let's say it's a particular color. You okay. mentioned like uh, blue, and you're seeing uh, you sure. just put in blue cabinets, but. Are, are, is there something they need to think about if they, when they do that that they have to consider before they just make that jump? I think that goes back to you know reading the room as a homeowner. Is this their forever home? Is this their three to five year home? Is this you know are we are we flipping this home? What are we doing to the house to put this product in there? So if you're doing something that's going to be real trendy, that's going to be super vibrant, and because it's the trend right now, is that going to be good for you to sell the house in three to five years? Right. Or you can do something more neutral where it's going to apply to everybody and not you know scare some buyers away potentially. Um, or is this your forever home and you're, you're that person that doesn't care? This is what I want. This is what's going in. And if I have to change it, I'll change it. I think the hard part is sometimes people don't know For if sure. it's a forever home or the three By sure. home. And the way the housing market went here recently, yeah. it changed a lot of people's opinions. Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you ever find that the, the let's just I'll stick with the navy yeah. blue because it's a little darker sure. color. Do you make sure that they understand how lighting can impact the room when you're going with those colors, either whether it's a lighter color or a darker color? 100%. Um, you know, we, we do a lot of cam light installs because they're such an easy install and most houses just have the singular, you know, uh, ceiling fan in the middle. Yep. So before we even paint the rooms, let's get the lighting in here. Let's, let's put some samples on the wall. Let's see how you guys like it. Cause once we do it, it's going to cost you a lot more money to redo it than it is to, you know, cover some samples up. So um, yeah, the, the, the darker colors are always a little more difficult. And I think they're, you know, as far as wall colorings, they're a little more unusual than just your standard, you know, grays and whites and and more neutral colors. Well, but, when you look at what the paint companies came out with from their colors of the year, I mean, Pantone came out with Peach Fuzz. Yeah. <laughs> Setting aside the name alone, it was a <clears throat> unique color. I would love to see who, who, who comes up with the names <laughs> on the paint colors, right? <laughs> That's a fun job right, right there. Very creative. So, yeah, I, I want that job myself. <laughs> uh so is there a way for homeowners to anticipate trends in some way when they're selecting products? Is there a way to gaze into a crystal ball? I think that crystal ball is, is Pinterest, right? For a lot of people, or, you know, there's several trade magazines around that have, you know, up and coming products that are, haven't been released yet or, you know, um, but Pinterest is, is always on the edge because it's people kind of outside the box doing creative stuff. Not okay. that I... Yeah, I have I know, any stake I was, in Pinterest here, but um, either you have a stake or you like to surf Pinterest I, yourself. I don't. I, I have enough clients that, that give me enough Pinterest information. I don't have to surf it too much, but okay. um, it's it's a very helpful source for sure. So, how, as a trade pro, how can you assist in that process? The cool thing is, is it, it's it's simple, right? So, go build. You want to look at a bathroom? Go on bathrooms and Pinterest and just build your board. So you add stuff, and then you can send me that board, so I can go through with you and say, what was the colors in this picture you liked? Was it the materials? What was you know what was your 
your inspiration behind this. And it, it, I think it narrows the, the, the gap down quite a bit between the, the homeowner not knowing if they want and me trying to figure out what they want. I right. think it narrows the gap quite a bit. Is there an unexpected area in the house that's going to get more focus in 2024 than before? Like, if you go back to the days of the pandemic, let's not go back to the days no, of the pandemic. Right. <laughs> but let's glance upon them for a moment. You know, home office was a huge room because people were working from home. So having that dedicated working space, that became obviously a, a, a big piece of it. Is there a room as you look into 2024 that's getting a little more attention outside of the traditional kitchen and bathroom that obviously is always high on the remodeling list? Outdoor living space. Outdoor living. Okay. Yep. Because people are still working from home. They want that, you know, not cooped up in that office, not cooped in that spare bedroom all day or not cooped up in the basement, you know, bedroom where your office is at. Uh, last year, we, we did quite a few. Remember, since COVID started, we've been, they've been picking up but outdoor spaces, whether it's three season rooms, screen and porches, whatever it is, because you can take your laptop out there. You can do exactly what you're doing on a nice spring day, you know, or a summer day with, with the, the mini split inside of it or something like that. But outdoor spaces are going to be are going to be big again in 2024. So how? Let's go back a bit when I talked about the, the training and advancement you've had to make with some of these changes. Did that change a little bit from your business of where you needed to focus with the growth of the outdoor living? Uh, yeah, I mean, we've, we've always done decks and, and patios and that kind of stuff, but it, now they're becoming screen, you know, full screened enclosures and um, you know fully attached roof systems with ceiling fans and exhaust fans. I mean, uh, can lights and you know a lot of more amenities inside to make it more comfortable so that people can spend a day out there they can spend you know a nice spring springtime out there so definitely a change then adapts but i've got a great team i've got 15 guys that work for me and we do we're very um very adverse in all of our abilities so it, people throw this up our way it's not not the end of the world do you also see a lot of pool tile coming into place as opposed to just concrete around the pool are you finding pavers leading out there and, and pool tile and, and more decorative aspects there. We don't do pools ourselves, but I have a friend. Ah, find another thing you don't do. Uh, that's right. <laughs> but I have a friend who's in the pool business and he, you know they've been crazy busy ever since COVID because everybody can't go out and and uh, and couldn't go out and enjoy like they used to. But outdoor spaces are, you know, a lot more stamped concrete, a lot more colored concrete, pavers for sure. Um, and the backyard pool areas are getting just as big as the enclosed spaces. So do you find homeowners care about trends or that it really influences their decision or is it just i guess it's the weighing out is it more personal preference or do they really get influenced by the trends and say you know i was going to go this way but this is what seems to be trending let me go over here sure i think that's a, a loaded question for sure because you've got the 50 50 you've got the people that know exactly what they want and this is where it's going to be and this is how it is and you got people that don't really have that vision they're going to look for those trends of of magazines and talking to other people and seeing what the what the next house mom did down the street to, to change her kitchen or her bathroom or flooring or whatever so um, i think it also depends on a lot of a lot of age group right your demographics you know older people are going to be a little more solid and this is what it's going to be because this is how it's been whereas a little younger crowd is going to be a little more adventurous and colors in the kitchen and doing some different stuff because you know they, they're not stuck in their ways of, of this how it was and this how it's going to be what about the young at heart the young at like heart <laughs> I, you got a lot of people with young at heart yeah um they're they're probably the trickiest because they're kind of a wild card right okay. now i'm going to ask you to look into your crystal ball mm -hmm. and you look five years down the line ten years down the line is there anything you see coming on the horizon you're like maybe it's not here now maybe it's not even a trend for 2024 but this could definitely be something bigger further down the line I think the industry is in such a good spot with we're doing every aspect of the home, right? We're not we're not doing and maybe that's just because uh, that's our business. We don't do do bathrooms and kitchens, but 
every every space is evolving as it goes whether it's smarter electronics whether it's smart home stuff which you know every single um you know light bulb and appliance and everything is all wi-fi right so you can yeah. talk to yeah. them you well, can why do them. i want to flip a switch when i can ask alexa to right so me. if you're talking about 10 years from now you know that's got to keep evolving of course right. um does that turn what does that lead into as far as the different materials are going to become available with um you know I just installed an exhaust fan at my house over the weekend. It's Alexa. Why you tell it to turn on and it turns on, right? So where does that go in the next five to ten years, right. as far as making life easier or more difficult for some people, I guess? But how much um, did you charge yourself for the labor? On that? <laughs> that was on the house. <laughs> Twelve pack of bush lights, but all cut. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So I don't know. That's that's a tough one. That's something I'll to think about for sure. Okay, great. Well, certainly appreciate your time uh, joining us here and sharing your insights with us, Ryan Coleman. Okay, we're going to switch gears a little bit here as we're joined by Kenny Michael with uh, Shaw. So, Kenny, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I'm always excited to be able to talk about Shaw and carpet in general and design. It's, it's an exciting topic for me. Well, well, there you go then. I always like to make sure it's something exciting and invigorating for my guests. Uh, so let's start with this. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do with Shaw? Right. So my name is Kenny Michael. I am the design director for residential carpet in uh, both Anderson Tuftex and Shaw Floors. So working with my design teams, coming up with pattern, trend, um, innovations in maybe tufting or, or printing, who knows what it might be. It's, uh, but working, making those beautiful products that we release every year. So we're talking about whole remodeling trends in 2024. So let's start with this. What can we expect from Shaw in 2024? Are there any exciting unveils that you could tease for us for the upcoming year? Yeah. So, so for this year, we've really put more emphasis on trend itself and on uh, product innova innovation. So those two things, trend and innovation, um, some of the innovations that we do have that fit both those categories are you know, pattern match required. Uh, we have some new yarn innovations that we're going to be coming out with this year. Um, we have overall new style directions for both Anderson Tuftex and Shaw Floors and more sustainability initiatives. So we have a lot going on when it comes to adding new product. We want them to be more beautiful, but at the same time, we want them to be more efficient. We want them to be easier to use. We want them to be more practical. Uh, we want them to perform better and we want them to be better for our environment. So taking a, this sounds like a lot. That does sound like a lot. <laughs> we're, can we're, you accomplish all of that? Yes, we can. And uh, we are going to. Uh, so uh, a couple things that, like I said, the no pattern match required, that's uh, a big innovation for this year that we're touting. Uh, we have several new products coming out. Um, Discover, Ambitious are a couple out of Anderson Tough Tax, Calm Expression, uh, Bold Move, Bold Move Plus. Those are some patterns that are coming out of Shaw Floors. And what that means is we can add less repeatability and for your aesthetics and for that design. And for your installer, he can install it just like a texture. You can head seam it, side seam it anywhere. So you have less waste, which is better for the environment, less waste, which is better for your pocket. And then as well as less repeatability, which is better for your eyes. So all those things coming together just makes it perfect for the customer. And all it takes is a little innovation on the design team. And so that's what we're trying to bring. So as we look at that, is there any type of input that you get from uh, trade professionals in general that you take into consideration when you're when you're developing your products. I mean, do they they have any type of influence at all? Oh, 
Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, in fact, yesterday I was I was just in uh, Baltimore and I, I was meeting with some trade professionals. So speaking to installers, designers, um, and uh, several other people talking about how can we make it easier for you? So for installers, that's no pattern match required is big for them. Uh, row cutting is another big thing. How can we start designing for row cutting and et cetera? For designers, it is how can we start talking the language that they need? Um, you know, talking about trend first, what are the trends? How can we build, help build their confidence and their knowledge? And that way, when they're selecting products, I can say, um, you know, these products over here, Imagination Illumination are some products that we have in Anderson Tough Tech's brand. These do fit the new vintage style, that more transitional coming from traditional into a more contemporary feeling. And they know now, okay, if I'm designing for a space like this, I can now pull these products with more confidence and a little easier. So again, talking to those designers and installers, they're having more influence in what we're doing. We're trying to, uh, we have some new initiatives like the innovation station that we're taking to our, all of our shows where we can actually start to show some things that are really far out that we don't even know we're going to launch yet. They may never launch. However, we're getting that input from our partners and our trade partners to see what they want to see. And uh, they're getting more input uh, more quickly instead of just trying to get some input right before it comes out. So in the same sense, that, that's from uh, the people front, I guess we'll call it. But how do, how do just how home remodeling trends, where they're evolving, where they're going, what everybody says is a trend, within the industry, how does that affect product development? When you start to look at where things are trending, where they may trend? Yes. So I, I think we're changing the way we're thinking a little bit. And I touched on that a little bit when I talked about talking more of a designer track. And especially this goes for like an Anderson Tough Text brand that is trying to be more A&D focused. We want to be higher end. We're trying to differentiate between the Anderson Tough Text and the Shaw floors. We really have to think a lot about trend and trend forward. So we have to understand the trend ourselves before we start even our inspiration for product. Um, so some trends that we're seeing, uh, such as that new vintage that I just touched on. Another thing is new Mediterranean, that new modernist, the modernist that typically wanted the cold, hard edges, 90 degrees. They want something with story now, something with character, something like a basket weave, a stucco, tactility, those different things. So we start to take and to encompass those into our products. And not every product has to have every trend, right? So product by product, we're being more targeted on what trends we're trying to fit a product into instead of just saying everything is for everyone. I'm compelled to ask this question. Yeah. Can you, can you find yourselves almost getting into trouble that maybe you're trying to follow a trend in product development, but the trend is short lived or maybe not as trendy and popular as one believed. And now, well, y'all we've already developed this now. What? <laughs> well, well, the beauty I think of the trends that we're seeing now are they are timeless trends. So when, when I talk about that new vintage, we're, we're looking at classic tartans and, and plaids and tweeds, and maybe it's a distressed lattice or, or a basket weave, things that are, are timeless and never going to go out of style. They've been around for hundreds of years and they'll be around for hundreds of more. 
So we're, we're thinking that timeless styling, but sophisticated and high end. And that goes for both Shaw floors and for Anderson Tough Techs. Now we do want to every once in a while come out with something that's a wow factor, more of a luxury item. And those luxury items do have to be a little more trend forward and maybe they'll style out a little faster. But typically when you have those very specific looks, those are rug looks, runner looks, things that are going to be replaced more often anyways. So it makes sense to fit into that place. But we have to think about that as a design and a designer group. We have to think, okay, if we're going to make this more specific, we got to know it's going to be a rug. <laughs> we got to know where it's going to be. We have to understand the end use of the product before we even start designing. So I just had another thought with, with this, uh, whether or not people know this, but pretty much, I won't say all, but pretty much any carpet can be custom bound into an area rug in a yes. variety of, of, of sizes to, to fit anything. You're not just Correct. restricted to what you find in a store somewhere. Yep. Having said that, with some of those patterns and, and textures that you develop, in your mind, do you sometimes look at them and say, this is actually better as an area rug than it is as, say, wall-to-wall -wall carpet or vice versa? So sometimes, specifically, we're designing for wall-to-wall, -wall, and it, it's okay. meant to be a wall-to-wall -wall carpet. Um, but it can always be a rug. If, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's just a, a plain tweed cut pile. That can be a rug if you want it to be a rug. However, um, we do have some styles that are going to be more rug-centric, and we know that. But we always design to allow for either a wall-to-wall -wall or a rug. And that's today. I'm not saying going forward we might right. explore doing some more rug-specific programs only. But for right now, today, if you go to buy a product, it can be wall-to-wall -wall or rug, whichever you prefer. Um, and we actually do allow custom shapes as well in our rugs, which I don't know if a lot of people know. So if you want to do a, an organic cowhide shape or a dog bone, whatever, you know, we, we offer those. Okay. As well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to make the dog happy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and here's the other thing. Obviously, there's over the years, there's been a, a movement, and I know this probably breaks your heart, but there has been movement more toward hard surface than, than the yeah. carpet world. So do you find a trend is more people going, getting those custom area rugs? Because they may not be going wall to wall, but they still <clears> like a, a, a bit of carpet. Have yep. you been seeing more of a trend toward those custom area rugs? Yeah, absolutely. Um, rugs, of course, are growing with hard surface growing. Makes sense. What we're actually starting to see in the past six months or so is rugs are getting larger. People are wanting okay. larger rugs, which is great for us. Um, we like to call them rug rooms or almost to the wall rugs because people are going almost a foot <laughs> off the wall. Is that, so, is that an official term? Almost to the wall rugs? <laughs> <laughs> it's not official. Uh, just something we say internally. Um, okay. But that's great for us because we're selling both the hard surface and the soft surface. So it makes a lot of sense for us to capitalize on both of those opportunities. So within we've talked to, to this to a couple of different people. So I'd like to get your take. Within the past couple of years, waterproof flooring has cre uh, entered the marketplace in all categories, including carpet, which a lot of people may not even know that. A lot of people always know luxury vinyl. It's been there, but I don't know if they think uh, carpet. And there it is. But what we've also noticed is we may have been ahead of the curve on that one where the waterproof carpet was introduced, but the marketplace wasn't maybe quite ready for it, didn't embrace it uh, as much. Have you seen a change in that regard? Have people begun to embrace it more as the awareness has grown? I think a few things have changed, which have, yes, made it more attractive for the consumer. 
I think number one is we don't call it waterproof carpet. We speak to the solution first. So the solution, what is the solution for waterproof carpet? And for us, we, we call that our, our lifeguard and our R2X. So R2X for us is your, your first guard of defense. So if you spill something, you can clean it easily. It bubbles on the top. It doesn't penetrate into the fibers. So that allows you to clean the spill as soon as it happens. Let's say if you're gone for several hours and it's, then it does start to penetrate. It's never going to get to your subfloor. So those stains don't return. Those odors don't return. You can clean it before it, it, it will never get past that barrier to your subfloor. It will always be on a carpet level. So if we speak to the solution first, that's a really big deal. Um, the, the second thing is innovation in what we've done. So the innovation in for Shaw floors would be now all of our lifeguard is installed like traditional softback. So there's no um, extra stretching or extra material for seaming. It's, it's installed just like you would a tra traditional softback. So installers love that now. Um, and for a customer as well, having R2X, what that does is it coats the fiber all the way to the bottom to where some of our competitors will put a topical. And what that means is they just spray some a chemical on top of the carpet that makes it um, slightly waterproof for a couple cleanings and then it's gone. Ours is all the way to the base of the root. So it protects your fiber all the way down to the backing. So those innovations and just our talk track, I think are pushing customers to know, have more. Um, and as we talk about pet perfect and we talk about different things like that and kid friendly, those, those are, those are very important for those customers. You know, RX2 sounds like a Star Wars character. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's R2X. <laughs> close. Ah, oh, close. All right. There we go. So, well, you, you gave me a perfect lead in here because you just talked about pet proof and, and kid proof. Well, Flooring that guards against kids and pets, that, that will probably never go out of style for sure. Right. So since you started to bring that up, what are some of the benefits of selecting those features and traits? And is that just an ongoing trend? Maybe we can't even call it a trend because it just maybe is never going to go away. Yeah, I, I don't think it's ever going away. I, I think that people are so used to the ease of cleaning on hard surface. They don't want to, uh, to go back to... Um, never having that ease again, even if it's a carpet or whatever the, the surface may be. Um, and I think that is really what we bring to the table when we talk about pet friendly or kid friendly carpet. Um, if you look at our pet perfect brands, what that does is it brings you a confidence and a lifestyle that can really let you be worry free when it comes to your carpet. I know growing up when I was a kid, if we when we had carpet in the living room, I wasn't allowed to eat or drink in the living room. So, so now we don't have to worry about that. If you, if you spill your, your, your wine, you can wipe it up with a paper towel. It's, it's an extremely cleanable, even if it's a white rug, it's, 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 it's not letting that moisture penetrate into the fiber. Um, if it's dirt, um, if your dog has an accident, that odor is not going to penetrate. So we, we have all these new innovations that now make carpets so cleanable at the same time, it's still the comfort the warmth it has the slip fall and and uh, the the acoustic sound uh, barrier that you want it has everything that you would want out of the comfort level etc that I had just mentioned however it's still cleanable and it's going to perform almost to the point of where your hard surface is as well so you can have all the the ease of mind with the comfort has there been a moment 
where trend was just so wild that it frankly had to be bucked. It had to be set aside. To, hey, we, I don't care. We can't do that. We're going to have to go with something over here that's just a more popular product in general. Yeah, uh, all the time. Every day. Does it break your heart? (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes, you know, um, as designers and if there's any designers listening to this, they know what I say when your products are your children and, (laughs) and when they get killed, it hurts. So we're just, we're, we're every day we're, we're innovating. And especially with me and my team, I tell them, you know, let's not put any rules on anything. It may get shot down later because it's not efficient enough or, or maybe that yarn system isn't, isn't uh, as sustainable as we want to be as a company. So instead of pigeonholing ourselves from the beginning, let's explore, let's be innovative. Let's look at what we can do instead of looking what we will do. Right. So that's what we have to do as designers is to put ourselves into that innovative headspace. And it's just an everyday part of that process. Um, again, like I said, we had an innovation station uh, that we're showing off at all these markets. Right. So um, I can already tell you a couple of these are going to die <laughs> for an example. But that's sad that you're already seeing the death in advance. Uh, but I can I can give you an example of one product that's uh, it's half shag, half pattern. So it's a pattern with a shag on top. However, the cleanability comes into question. It's shedding a little bit here and there. Um, so that's very trend forward. And, and it's and it's a. And it's a, it's a popular movement. It would fit the trend that we're seeing that retro come back. However, the practicality and uh, the machine that has to be put on and the, the efficiency that it runs at, et cetera, et cetera. You have to take everything and, and make a business decision and a business case. And that one I can tell you right now is probably. Wow. John Travolta and the cast of Saturday Night Fever are all crying right now. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> Well, that, that's great, Kenny. I, I really appreciate you joining us today and giving us your feedback and your thoughts on this. Uh, look forward to all the new products that, that, that are coming out here, too, and where things are trending. That sounds great. Appreciate it. Yeah, we're, we're, we're super excited. And if anyone listening to this hasn't went and seen Shaw Floor's new 2024 or Anderson Tough Tech's 2024 soft surface launches, please go check them out. They'll blow you away. That's a guarantee. <laughs> great looking stuff. Yeah, see, now you've put it out there, so it has to be a guarantee. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All righty, great. Well, thanks, Kenny. Appreciate you joining us. Yeah. Thank you very much, Kevin. Thank you for joining us on the ProSource Podcast. Please like and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, follow us on social media. Check out our website at prosourcewholesale.com and visit your local ProSource Wholesale showroom for all of your home remodeling needs.